0: Today I will be reading Philippians three thirteen and fourteen. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do: forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me, heavenward in Christ Jesus.
1: Today's service is brought to you by Haphazard International and. I knew that. I knew, I'll go right after Nathan. Um, I knew that. He shared the verse for my little challenge this morning. And I, I want to share that how proud I am of our graduates. Congratulations to each of you. What an incredible achievement. Uh, those who've been there before know this is an incredible deal. And we, we are very proud of you and we congratulate you. And as we take this opportunity to celebrate them and to honor them, uh, we also know that the word of God, no matter if it's designed for a graduation Sunday or a special type of service, the word of God is true to every one of us in season, out of season, it's always true. Uh, Whether we're graduating today or whether that's been 30 years ago, 40 years ago, or two years ago, or longer or shorter, it does not matter. The word of God and the challenges that the word brings to us is always true. So while I want to encourage you and challenge you this morning, our graduates, I want all of us to be encouraged and challenged by what the word would share to us this morning. And so I want to quickly go through this because we've got a lot of good things that we want to share with these graduates today. And I know they thank you for being your family members. Thank you for coming today and celebrating uh, with your graduate today. The first thing I would like to to challenge each of us with, especially these graduates today, and y'all look great today and very nice job on communion, great job, is don't forget where you came from. Don't forget where you came from. Now, you know, this verse that Paul shared in Philippians, he says, forgetting what is behind. And it gives us this idea that we should just totally forget our past and totally forget everything of where we've come from, the the heritage and the foundation that we have. Uh, When I was traveling into Israel, one of the things I learned that was really, really cool is, you know, you read in the Bible of all these cities that get wiped out. And all the cities back in those days were fortified, which just means that they had big, huge walls that were built all around those cities for protection. And when a, a, a nation would come and wipe out that city, one of the things they would do is tear down the wall. And the wall would be just left in, in, in crumbles just around that city. And they would overtake that city then. Well, over time, being in that type of environment, Wind and sand and debris would just cover those walls up. And and over years, you would go to an area, you wouldn't even realize there was ever a city once there. And so when a new city was going to be built, what they would do is they would dig down to where the wall had been left. And they would start their new wall on the foundation of the old wall and begin to build there. And, of course, we know the people in Israel, not much different than us today. You know, it's, oh, we're doing good with God. Everything's great. So let's just go have fun now and sin and do all the things we don't want to do. And then God gives them this warning. If you don't quit sinning and don't turn from your evil, wicked ways, then you're going to be taken into captivity or be destroyed. And so that happens. And, and then, oh, we cry out to God, forgive us. We were so wrong. And then God does. and Okay, everything's really good now and we're good. So we can sin again and we can do what we want to And it just repeats itself over and over, not much different than our world today. And so that city literally may have as many as five and six times that they've built that wall on top of its previous foundation. I've got a great picture where it's been dug down to the original foundation and you just see layers of different techniques of building as people became more advanced in building those new walls around that city. This is your foundation. You have been raised by family members, by a church who's given you this great foundation. Don't forget that. Don't ever forget where you came from. These people love you. They've invested in you. Don't ever forget that. And don't forget those things. I think when Paul says forgetting that past, there are some things we'd like to forget. And there are some things we need to forget. Even as young as you are, there's probably some things you'd like to forget about in your past, right? But don't forget these foundations. When Paul wrote a letter to the young preacher, Timothy, he he said, I'm reminded of your mother and your grandmother. And it was almost like telling Timothy, you have come from a long line of solid, faithful people. Don't forget that. Don't forget those people who have been before you. And I'm going to give you a reminder, uh, something that will help you to remember this foundation. In the uh, book of Acts, we read about the Apostle Paul uh, in Acts 19, and Paul was preaching, and, and, and just like when Christ walked the earth, people were being brought to Paul because they were sick or they were lame or some kind of infirmity. And, and Paul was laying his hands on them and he was praying for them and they would be healed. Well, he couldn't be everywhere. And so they, people started bringing Paul handkerchiefs and aprons and things. And they would say, pray over this. And then they would take that to the sick. And even that, when people touched them, they were made well. And so our elders... Uh, We came together and we anointed each one of these prayer cloths and we prayed over these. And so uh, what we want to do, what I want to do this morning is I want to give you one of these as a reminder that as you go, no matter where you go, don't forget there is an anointing that goes with you, that the prayers of the people of this church go with you. So you put this in a place When you're feeling down, and when you're feeling alone, and when you're feeling like you just can't make it anymore through life, no, these people here have set a foundation for you. And let this be the reminder so that you don't forget where you have come from. You're anointed, and that anointing is going with you in that. So don't forget where you came from. A second thing that I think I'd like to challenge with all of us this morning is live for today. Uh, I once heard an an author say, most people are crucified between two thieves, the regret of yesterday and the worry of tomorrow. We need to live for today. Today is all we have. Yesterday has gone. We can't go back. Now, at my age, I was trying to... I had to really kind of almost had to take my shoes off so I could count. Uh, It's 34 years ago that I was in your seat. 34. You didn't even think I was 34 years old. You know, I mean, 34 years ago. And Ray Mitchell was 134 years ago. (laughs) And at our age, a lot of people, I get asked this a lot, would you go back? You know, if you could go back to your high school days, would you go back? And while there's a lot of things that, you know, would be fun again, um, no, no, never. I would never want to go back. Um, Most people wouldn't, you know. It's just that you want to move on in life. But most of us probably do fall into that line where, we spend way too much time thinking about the days gone by, our past. I'm gonna be honest with you, even as young as you are, you're gonna think a lot about your high school days. And that's good. Those are good days, good memories. You know, as you know, I was teaching at Mansfield Christian, and, and after my first year teaching there, one of my seniors that I had gotten very close to uh, it was in his freshman year at Mount Vernon, and, and he came back to the school to make a visit. So he came in my room and we just got talking a little bit. And he, he said, you know, I, asked, I was asking about different students. I said, you know, how's this student doing? How's this one doing? And um, he, he said, you know, that person has never left high school. Oh, they're graduated and they're already moved on into college, career. but he said, they still spend all of their time doing the exact same things they did in high school and most of it was full of junk and drama and they're still living in it and it kind of broke my heart a little bit don't live there anymore live for today live for today today is all you've got it's all you've been promised and the bible says it's all you can handle anyway jesus said why do you worry about tomorrow it has enough trouble of its own Live for today. We couldn't handle it anyway. Even if we were able to get to the Lord and convince him, Lord, can you tell me what's going to happen tomorrow? You couldn't handle it. We can barely handle one day at a time. So live for today. Take advantage of every opportunity, every moment that every day gives you. Don't waste those opportunities. Live for today. And the last thing that I would challenge you with is this, always prepare yourself for tomorrow. Now I'd be foolish to say, live for today and don't even think about tomorrow. No, prepare yourself for tomorrow. When I talk to great saints of God, people that I say, I want to model my life after that person, I can tell you, every one of them have those things in common. They don't live in their past. They remember the good things and they enjoy those things, but they don't live there. They live for that day, that opportunity, and they prepared themselves for what was to come. Prepare yourself for what is to come. Use the opportunities you have today to prepare yourself for your future. Make every effort to say, my future is going to be better than what it is today. Prepare yourself for that future. And ultimately, your eternal future. Even only five years after I graduated high school, I had already lost two or three friends. One of my very closest friends in a car accident. We're not promised tomorrow. Be prepared for your future. Know that you know that you know Jesus Christ is your Savior. Don't let there be any doubt in your mind. You are embarking in the next stage of your life, and if we could all say, "Here's the red flags, and here's the warning, and here's what we want you to avoid," and here's we would all try to tell you that. But you've got to learn for yourself. You have to make that journey yourself. If we could walk with you, and we know. Uh, there's some dads sitting in here, you, you girls especially. Our, we got our girls, right, brother? I mean, if we, we got our girls out there, we're going to watch them pretty close. And, and if we could walk ahead of them and know, hey, well, you need to go this way. That's a dangerous route that way. Or you need to go this way. We would do it, but we can't. You got to take that journey yourself. young man, you're going to be put in places you've never thought you'd ever have to be in to make choices that you never thought you'd have to make more so than your dad, more so than your grandparents, any of us, because the world has come to that. Make your choices now today for what your future will be. Don't live in your past. Remember it. Remember the good times. Make it a part of who you are. Build your foundation on it, but don't live there. Don't forget your great foundation of this church, these people, your parents, the word that's in your life. Don't forget those things. Uh, I remember uh, one of the greatest books I read on the Lord's Prayer. It says, when you repray, hallowed be thy name. Do you know everything you do, everywhere you go, you're taking the Lord's name with you. You're doing that. Live in that foundation of taking the Lord with you everywhere you go. Live for today. Make every opportunity. Seize every moment you have for today. Don't let a minute pass you by. And plan for your future. I want to end with a little poem. And this is not original. Uh, somebody that I really admire is much better at these things than I am. I changed the wording just a little bit to be fitting for today. But this, I believe all of us would say this to you. To the graduating class, Created by the divine. Congratulations are in line. God has surely been most faithful. He's been so much more than kind. So get ready to spread your wings and fly away. But when you do, just remember, you are loved and somebody here is always praying for you. This is your lifelong goal, and I give it to you now, found in 2 Timothy. I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race, and I have remained faithful. Remain faithful. And now the prize awaits for me, the crown of righteousness that the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on the great day of his return. And the prize is not just for me, but for all who eagerly look forward to his glorious return. That's your lifetime goal. Degrees are great. Great careers are awesome to have. But your lifelong goal is to know that you've completed the race faithfully with the Lord as your Savior. I want to pray for you. Lord Jesus, I thank you for this day, and I thank you for these fine graduates that we celebrate today. And as we hear more about their lives and others who want to pass on on blessings into their lives, we are thankful that we as a church are a part of their story and celebrate with them today. And let them know that before they spread their wings and fly away, somebody here will always be praying for them. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: So for those of you who were here last year, you're probably going to recognize the next part that we're going to do. And for those of you who are uh, attentive, you might have noticed that there's a microphone stand (laughs) kind of in the center, um, a little bit unusual. Um, But so what we're going to do next is we're going to have um, the graduates meet one by one up there with someone who's going to be speaking something over them, and then someone who's going to be praying something over them. Uh, But funnily enough, our first graduate today was not able to make it, uh, Nathan Parsons. Um, he's actually going to be going to Ohio State uh, to study aerospace engineering. Um, but today he has his graduation party um, from noon to three, and so they're helping kind of get that ready and everything like that. Um, but we're still going to show the video that was sent directly to him, and then after the video is over, we're going to have Brian Harder say a prayer for our graduate.
3: Hey there, Tribe. Unfortunately, I could not be there today, although I wish I was. Uh, Miss all of you, Uh, wish I could say hi. Hopefully uh, Sunday will come up where I'm able to visit. But Josh took a moment that I could um, make a real quick video about one of our recent graduates, Nathan Parsons. Nate is actually my nephew. And although I, I have had times where I've had the uncle responsibilities, times where I've got to babysit or watch him or or do things like that, our relationship resembles that much closer to brothers. And although there were very few times, uh, I can think of the times that he had sibling-like annoyance, mostly we just got to have all the fun together. We got to go on vacations, we played games, video games, board games. We got to go to places like Hawaii, and we've had mostly just all of the fun the forts, the nerf wars, things like that. If you don't know much about Nathan, um, he's one of the smartest kids I know. Nate, you're one of the smartest kids I've ever met. He left very little room for me to ever make fun of his grades or, or how he did in school. The only thing that he really left me is the times that I could make fun of him for getting an A instead of all A pluses like the rest of his report card with that extreme intelligence, um, came just as a unique personality. Nate has a personality like a wallflower. He sits quietly, but it's careful. He doesn't just listen. He observes and he absorbs and he takes in the things that happen around him. It's how I learned of his relationship with God Is that a few years back when I got to come and baptize him there at Lexington? We talked more and and I learned more about how he listened and asked questions of the things said on Sunday and other times. It's a personality that I truly admire. And as you go into this next phase of life, I encourage you to be like Elisha. Real quick way that uh, uh, Elisha was the disciple to the prophet Elijah. And on Elijah's glorious leaving of the world, of, of the passing of the torch, Elisha asked of Elijah a double portion of his spirit. They didn't wanna just follow the footsteps of what's been done, but he wanted to take it and double it. And to the graduates celebrated today, and to you, Nate, I encourage you to do the same. To not just follow what's already been done, but to take the opportunities to take even the relationships that you have and double it. Lexington, it's been an absolute pleasure being able to, to be able to speak to you all today. <clears throat> and I look forward to, to taking a moment and being able to see you all again. but as we celebrate Nate today I just um, am thankful for for all the time that we've been able to spend together uh, and the brother-like relationship that we've developed over these years. Congratulations, graduates.
4: I wasn't only Nathan's, is this on? I wasn't only Nathan's prayer partner, but I was Tyler, so that makes me feel old. (laughs) Uh, Please pray with me. Our most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day that we celebrate all of our graduates. And as I think about Nathan today, I know this is a very exciting time for him, and I know for a lot of graduates, um, they head into this time of their life, and they just, sometimes we don't know what we don't know. And it's an exciting time, but it can be a scary time, and it can be just all kinds of emotions can just play into a time like this. And I just pray that you just give Nathan wisdom and peace as he knows that he has you by his side. I pray as he enters into this next phase of his life that you will just surround him with godly people because he, he won't be around here every day and he w- will be in a different environment and um, as Sean alluded to, um, this is a place where he has his foundation but he's going out into the world where um, we're not promised anything beyond today. And I just pray that you surround him with people that will be bold enough to help him stand up for you. I pray that you surround him with those that um, are of like faith and will give him the the support that he needs as he makes those difficult decisions as he heads into this next phase of his life. I pray that you be with his family as you give them comfort knowing that they have raised him in a good godly home and have surrounded him with love and with, uh, with patience and educating him in your ways. And I just pray that you give them the, the comfort to know that he's in your hands as they leave his home. I just thank you for Nathan. I thank you for um, just the opportunities that he has had here. And I just pray that you just be with him as he moves forward. We just ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
2: So for our next graduate, um, we're going to have Brie Rainey come up with her sister. Uh, Mackenzie Rainey is going to say something um, about her. And then her father, Tim Rainey, is going to be praying for her. And she's going to the Ohio State Spa School to get a cosmetology degree. I think I got that right.
5: <laughs> Hi. So in case you don't know me, my name is Mackenzie. And I have the pleasure today to talk to you guys a little about my sister, Brie. So Bree's graduating from Lexington High School in the top 10 of her class, and she plans to attend, like he said, Ohio State Spa School in Columbus. Through high school, she's played volleyball, and she also ran distance for track when I signed her up for it, despite her telling me not to. Where she then continued to do very well and even ran the next year by her own choice. Even as the older sister, I look up to Bree for many reasons because she is such a good role model. She's a very hardworking, driven, and overcomer when she puts her mind to something, she goes above and beyond in order to achieve her goals. Nothing can stop her from being her positive, funny self, and believe me, Satan has tried and has lost every time. She's also one of the most supportive people I've ever known. I can probably count on one hand how many of my sporting events she's even missed, and I could always count on her to give me pep talks, not just in my sports, but in life as well. Brie and I have always been really close, and as the older sister, I never felt obligated to hang out with her just because we're sisters, but because she was truly my best friend. I know for a fact that even if we weren't related, she'd still be the one I chose to play mermaids with, star in homemade cowboy westerns with Festus the donkey, go TPing with, play hide-and-seek in the cornfields, and go on crazy adventures with me. One of my favorite memories growing up with Brie is trying to teach her how to drive on our back roads and watching her plow through our neighbor's garbage can. <laughs> 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 Brie and I have always told each other everything, but one thing I don't know if I've ever said to her is that I'm incredibly proud and smart of the... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I am incredibly proud of the smart, hardworking person she has become. Proverbs 16, I'm so sorry, I cry really bad. <laughs> Proverbs 16, verse 3 says, Commit to the Lord in whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. I know you will do great things in the future. God has more in store for you than you can even imagine. I just have one question. Now that you're moving to Columbus, how, who's going to do my hair and my makeup for me every time I'm wearing something that's not scrubs? <laughs> Deal. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just cried.
6: I knew I should have uh, probably went first.
5: <laughs>
6: Thought about uh, asking Alan Bradshaw or Jerry Wilson or maybe even Pastor Sean how you get up here and not show your emotions. but. Our Heavenly Father, I just thank you for pre. okay. Uh, I knew I should have went first.
7: <laughs> it's okay.
6: Or maybe not at all. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear Lord, I just lift you up there or lift Bree up to you. I just ask that uh, as she goes on to this next chapter of her life, that uh, you will be able be with her down in Columbus. Um, that you will put your umbrella of protection over her. Um, just keep her from any evil. And Lord, I just ask that you, you do place in front of her people that uh, need to be need to know you and I just ask that you give her the strength and courage to shine for you and to speak you about you Um, but most of all I just ask that you keep her from evil um, protect her guide her give her wisdom Um, I just thank you for the opportunity that her mom and I has had to watch her grow up (sighs) Don't just ask these things in your son's precious name we pray, amen.
2: So for our next one, and I had to ask her to double check, um, her name is pronounced Alyssa Takos, Takos. I knew I was going to still screw it up. <laughs> so she is going to the Marion Technical College for Radiology. And Abby Granger is speaking for her, and Alan Bradshaw will be praying for her.
8: (laughs) I'm gonna face you. (laughs) All right. In 1997, well before you were born, I had the privilege of meeting your grandparents your great-grandma, your mom, and your aunt during a time of transition for your family. It was a time for your great-grandma to make a change and move to a place that was a little easier for her to manage. Your family obviously wanted to find the best place for her to thrive, but it was a transition for all of them as well. Things changed and family dynamics changed. For 18 years, your parents and grandparents and your aunt, because I know I see her bring you to American Heritage Girls and things too, have encouraged you to walk in your faith with Christ by taking you to church enrolling you in the American Heritage Girls program here at LCC and encourage you to attend youth events and youth groups All to give you the opportunity to gain a life-transforming grasp of God's truth and to learn to see all of God's magnificent world through the lens of his word. What an amazing heritage of faith that has been passed on to you through your family. Now your family is at another time of transition. High school is over for you, and even though you'll be staying at home to attend classes at Marion Technical College, things will change. It's a part of growing up maturing and becoming independent, and as they say on the gram, hashtag adulting. (laughs) Just as with your schoolwork, during high school, you've matured and taken more and more ownership over the years, the same is also true now for your Christian walk. When you were chosen as a finalist for homecoming court last fall, you chose the song You Say by Lauren Daigle to be played as you and your dad made that long walk (laughs) across the football field. The first verse of that song is, I'm not going to sing it, (laughs) try not to sing it, I keep fighting voices in my mind that say I'm not enough, every single lie that tells me I will never measure up, am I more than just the sum of every high and every low, remind me once again just who I am because I need to know. Alyssa. I pray that you have learned and continue to grasp the ultimate and most important truth about you that you are a masterpiece of our Creator, and as an image bearer of God, you have intrinsic and incalculable worth. Regardless of your GPA, regardless of being chosen to be editor of the yearbook, regardless of your amazing hole in one in golf, your someday potential earning power, or your place in the social pecking order, you belong to Jesus. Never forget that the truest measure of your worth is the price that Christ paid to liberate you from sin and selfishness and bring you into an eternal relationship with your Heavenly Father. You are His, and He is yours. As you begin this next season of life, I pray that you will hold fast to your true identity and your true destiny. God's word tells us plainly in John 16:33 that in this world you will face many trials of many kinds. What that means for each one of us is very different, but God doesn't leave us without hope as he quickly follows that up with, but take heart, I have overcome the world. What an amazing promise that is for all of us. Alyssa, I have greatly enjoyed getting to know you over these past two years. It's been great to have you come and and join us here um, at church as well. And I pray that as you continue to grow and mature in your faith, that the strongest desire of your heart becomes to live a life pleasing to Christ. I am so grateful for all that God has done, is doing, and will do in and through you. Just as Paul spoke to the Christ followers in Philippi, For I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. We know that you are going to do great things and are excited for your future and where God will take you as you continue living out and adding to the great legacy and heritage of the faith of your family. Congratulations.
9: I met met Alyssa at the steakhouse (laughs)
8: uh,
9: with Zach. And at first I thought she was just going to be someone to talk to while Zach ate dinner rolls. Uh (laughs) But But then she ate the dinner, (laughs) yeah. But it's been a blessing to watch her grow.
7: Um,
9: Well, I haven't gotten to watch her grow too much, But just the path that she's taken is an honor to you, I promise you. Uh, The impact, and Tim, I never cry. (laughs) Just the impact she's made on Rita and I, um, just the impact that she's made on us with her spirit, and so I want to pray a blessing for you uh, and tell you how much I appreciate you. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful for Alyssa today. We're so grateful, Lord, for the path that you've brought her, for her hard work, her, um, for her boldness. Lord, I love her boldness in, in being who she is, reflecting how she's been raised, reflecting who she loves. And God, we know um, nowadays, Lord, that people are praying for empowerment. Um, we want everyone to be empowered, but, Lord, for Alyssa, I pray the empowerment of the Spirit. Yeah. That she'll carry your message in everything she does and everything she says. Mm-hmm. That, Lord, you'll build her life from the inside out. Yeah. Lord, that you'll carry her through difficult times and through great times. And that you'll be there with every step of the way with her. And, Lord, I pray, God, a special blessing on her, Lord, that when she comes in contact with others, Lord, that need you, that need a kind word or that beautiful smile, that, Lord, you'll give her that spirit of giving, that she'll give of herself, Lord, because in giving, we receive so much from you, Lord. And we're just grateful for her today. We pray for that blessing, Lord, and for her light to shine among men and women. And Lord, carry her today. Whatever she goes, wherever she does, Lord, we're in prayer for her. And we thank you in Jesus' holy name, amen.
10: amen. Thank
7: you,
11: guys. You're welcome.
2: So for our next one, we're having Trey Vale. Um, he is actually enlisted in the Marine Corps. And um, we actually have a surprise video for him that we're going to show first, and then Ryan Mallory is going to pray for him.
11: Hey, Trey. Congratulations. We're all excited for you. Really proud of you. I oh, wish that we could be there, but since we can't, I wanted to get this video to you with just a little bit of something to think about. Um, as we all grow, get older, move from one phase and stage of life to the next, it's easy for us to get distracted about things that uh, we maybe think are the most important thing. Uh, making money, you know, getting a house, getting a car, all that kind of stuff. And those things are fine. But really, the, the only thing in our life that's measurable that means anything substantial is our connection to the Lord. And I know that you know that, I know your parents taught you that, and I know you have people in your life that reminded you of that, but it's so easy to lose sight of that. And uh, when we reach our last day and our life is reviewed and it's looked over, that connection that we have with the Lord is really the only thing that we can take with us, the only thing that matters, the only investment that expands beyond the here and now. And. The other things in our life only matter as much as they connect to the Lord, the way that we have our relationships with people. Uh, If we love them through the Lord, serve them through the Lord, that's what makes the difference in those relationships, the work that we do. If we do it like we're doing it to the Lord, that's what gives it meaning and purpose. And so just making sure uh, that life is lived in a way that keeps priorities straight, keeps the main thing the main thing, and realizing that a life is evaluated and it's assessed based solely on its connection to the Lord. And anything else that we do only has meaning uh, as much as it connects uh, to our relationship with the Lord. So that's what I got for you to think about. We're praying for you. Take care. Hope to talk to you soon. Bye.
10: When Trey and I started uh, playing instruments and worshiping together, I was taller than he was. And, uh, since yesterday, he's uh, grown up. <laughs> it is such an honor and a privilege to be asked to be able to pray for you, Trey, and especially to see him on Praise Team up here, and knowing that we will always be brothers in worship of our Lord and Savior together, and watching you uh, just play music and enjoy music, but also to watch you lip the words while you play just means so much to me as a musician, but mostly as your brother in Christ. As I uh, taught high school, of course, when you have like 30 graduation parties to go to, you can't afford to get them all gifts. So I decided a long time ago that I would write personal notes and letters to all my students and give that to them uh, as their graduation gift. And so, Trey, uh, today I wrote out this prayer so that you can keep it with you. Always, and keep it close to you. So I'll pray this together. Our Heavenly Father, today we celebrate Trey and his graduation. We'll relive his journey from childhood to manhood through the many pictures, stories, and achievements that depict who he is today. Behind those memorable moments are his family, friends, and tribe that have diligently worked and prayed to bring Trey to this milestone. Through the years, Trey has learned what is required for graduation, but today celebrates more than the completion of educational standards. It also marks the beginning of a new chapter in his life story. Lord, our thoughts and prayers for Trey will continue into the future as he pursues the godly values of honor, courage, and commitment as a United States Marine. Trey has answered the call, like so many before him, to serve our country and fight for freedom. True freedom, however, can only be won as Trey serves both his country and his Lord with honor. We pray that Trey will grow as a man of integrity and a man of sacrifice. May his mission and objectives always be clear as he seeks to honor God in all things. Mold Trey to be a man of honor and a man after your own heart. We pray that you will give Trey courage as he faces conflicts of many kinds, May he always trust you, cling to your promise to be with him. Prepare him, God, to boldly fight the battles not of this world, including those for his faith, heart, mind, and soul. Help Trey to be strong and courageous when and where it counts the most. May he be committed to his training and orders, never forgetting his commitment to your truth and commands by your spirit, remind him daily of your word and your promises to him. Grant him the discipline and strength he will need to succeed and your mercy and grace when things get tough. May he never become weary in doing what is good and right. Father, the Marines have a motto to always be faithful to the nation, to his training, and to orders given. And we know that Trey will be faithful in these things as he remains faithful to you. So we ask that you give Trey the will and desire to faithfully search for your truth, to faithfully pray, and to faithfully find his camaraderie among your people. May he never forget your faithfulness to him as he lives his life in trust and obedience. Lord, you came to this earth looking for a few good men to accomplish the greatest mission on earth. We ask that you would enable Trey to honorably, courageously, and firmly stand as a faithful servant of this country and a citizen of your kingdom. So whether it be from the halls of Montezuma or the shores of Tripoli, we ask that you protect Trey as he fights battles in the air on land and sea. May he always fight for what is right and for freedom, keeping his honor clean Make him proud to be called one of yours and a United States Marine. Amen. Love
7: you.
2: Thank you. Um, I forgot to mention who was on the video. Um, it's actually Kyle Thompson, uh, his childhood youth pastor, who's now ministering a couple of states over. So, but um, our last one today will be Emily Wilson, um, and after we're done with her prayer time, she's actually going to close us out in prayer before the worship team comes up and does one more, Um, but she is going to North Central State College for Nursing, um, and her father, Chad Wilson, is going to speak for her, and Judy Mitchell will be praying for her.
0: Emily, I can't believe that you have already <clears throat> reached the end of your high school career. I'm proud of the person you have become as a young adult with so much focus on your future and your compassion you have for others. I never would have imagined 18 years ago when I stared into your eyes for the first time how you would impact my life and how inspiring you would be to everyone around you. <clears throat> your warm heart and your need to serve others not only encourages others, but it sets an example of how people should treat each other. Already in your work at Wedgwood, caring for others, residents, ask for you by your name. <clears throat> they feel your compassion and your willingness to go above and beyond um, your care for them. Never lose that compassion. Jesus, <clears throat> Jesus has always had big plans for you, so watch out where Here she comes. She has the determination and the know-how to get things done if she's passionate about it. Kirsten and I will always be in your corner and be your biggest cheerleaders. We know that your love for others and the many gifts God has given you will help you become one of the best nurses there is to offer. You have always been very responsible even at a young age. Remember to always wear your smile and to share your, your warm presence wherever you go. Shine Jesus to the world. You're still praying, right? Okay. <clears throat> it won't always be easy, but wherever, wherever God and life takes you, remember that sometimes circumstances just need a deep breath, maybe even time to sleep on it, Pray about it, but then move forward. God has a plan. Always seek him for his guidance and listen for him. Try not to stress about the small stuff and remember that God loves you even more than we do. Romans 8.31 What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us. Yeah.
7: Emily, I had the privilege of and the honor of praying for this last year as her prayer partner and it's been a blessing and We were well-matched. She's at the beginning of her career. I'm at the end of my career as a nurse, and she has all the wonderful qualities that nurses, is demanding of nurses in, in their job. So would you pray with me? Father, I just thank you for Emily. I thank you for her life. I thank you for the beautiful plan that you have for her. I just thank you for her family who has invested their very best into teaching her to know you, Jesus, to love you, Jesus, to serve you, Jesus. I pray that your hand of protection will always rest on her. I thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness and I pray that she will come to know you as a faithful Lord, the very best friend she will ever have she's at the beginning of her career I'm at the end of my career you have never let me down in the hard times Lord in the scary circumstances that are before each one of us and will be before her Lord you are there already you are there I thank you for the cross that has bought this for her, the promises that you have given her as your child. I thank you, Lord, just for who you are. I thank you that she knows that her identity is found in you and you alone. I pray for her patience. As she goes forth and tries to show Jesus through her hands, through her touch, through her words, through her love. God, you give us so many opportunities to talk of your glory, of who you are, a wonderful Savior, Lord, Redeemer, friend. Lord, we have nothing but praise for you. And I put Emily in your hands just now, knowing that she will never come out of your hands. I thank you that you etch her in your hands. Thank you, Lord, and thank you for Emily. In your son's precious name, I pray. Amen.
5: Dear Lord, thank you for our church family who loves us and encourages us and points us to you every day. Um, Please help myself and my fellow graduates to go out into the world and shine your light. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.